You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are back. Another Amen Corner. Ah, Podcast P is not here today, but don't worry. We got you covered. Kenny B is still in the place to be, and we got a couple special guests. Now, my guests, you are not familiar with the routine, but Kenny B, properly, can I get an amen? Amen. Yes, indeed. Coming on that extra for Podcast P, baby. This is the Amen Corner Podcast, a collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Represent Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now listening to Today, special guests, man. We we definitely got my man Steve O. Steve O. He's with uh with, with toe to toe. You know, say he be if you're if you're a Florida fan, um maybe you've tuned in over there to toe to toe from Kenny B over here being the the Florida yeah. apologist. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Steve O. Is in here representing for Georgia today for my Georgia folks, man. Steve O. How you feeling tonight, man? Oh, man, I'm doing good, man. Bless, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. We had to make sure we kept that energy right down in Athens. And because, you know, I like to talk junk about other schools and other conferences. And today we are going to take an opportunity to talk about other conferences. I got my girl, Candace <laughs> Cooper. Coop is in the place to talk a little ACC. Locked on ACC. Coop, how you feeling? I'm doing all right. I'm a little upset that you didn't ask me to say amen or Steve-O to say amen. Well, I, I didn't even get the opportunity. I was ready for it. Too. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, you know, you know how it is when you go to somebody else's church, right? And they mm-hmm. be they, like you don't you don't want to make people participate in what you do normally. Mm-mm. But if you if y'all if y'all want to give an amen, I would I mean, love we, to. We here, know. right? Yeah, we, we here, here amen corner style. So let's do it right. Let's do it proper. Like, we are here tonight. Can I get an amen? It's a choir, all y'all. It's a choir. Oh, Everybody yeah. does it together. So you didn't get proper instructions. You're right. You're right. Again, that's why you didn't I didn't say in unison. Like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, it's, y'all it's, doing it's, our own. That's my. No, nah, it's the eight-man choir, man. You got to do it. Okay. Everybody got to do it together. We're gonna try to take three. Take three. Um, be well. Don't edit none of this out, man. We putting all this on the pod anyway. So we here with the eight-man corner. Everybody doing all right tonight? Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 I don't like that, y'all. We yeah, it was, that was that was terrible. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? Virtual choir directing isn't very easy, but it doesn't matter, man. Tonight <laughs> we are going to talk a little bit about the ACC and all of the things happening over there before we get into the conversation about environments in the SEC and why uh, Athens is overrated. Um, but so. Uh, that was just, yeah, st- if you guys could see the look on Steve, Steve-O's face right there, I threw a shot straight up at him. But anyway, um, Coop is here to talk to us a little bit about the ACC. Locked on ACC has already had a little bit of this conversation, but it's gotten spicy over the last two weeks in the whole situation. So for the people who are uneducated on that, uh, what's happening with the group of seven that have decided maybe we've had enough and where do we sit right now? Coop, the floor is yours. 
Sure. So let's take a step back, right? In 2000, I want to say nine, the ACC signed a deal for a 20 year deal. 2006, ACC signed a 20 year deal. Well, hear me. It's a 20 year deal with ESPN. Mm. It's a grant of rights where they essentially signed their life away to ESPN. Yeah. Because of this deal, it is going to be a nine figure penalty to try and get out. Beyond the nine figure penalty, you have to also still provide ESPN with your home games. So it's. Mm pretty much a life sentence until that deal is done. It's airtight. Lawyers can't really break that bad boy. Let me now, interrupt for a second. Yep. Let me interrupt mm-hmm. for a second. To be clear, the current ACC commissioner did not sign this. This is this predates the current commissioner, right? Yes, this is John Swafford's doing. He is currently okay. sitting pretty with his nice uh, retirement, doing whatever Ooh, he's... Right. Never made a statement since he signed this contract, you know, wiped his hands of it. So Commissioner Phillips is inherited all these problems. And essentially, you've got teams like Florida State, you've got teams like Clemson who are saying, listen, our brand is bigger than the amount of money that we're receiving. It's a even distribution deal across the board. So you got teams like Georgia Tech, Duke, Wake Forest, not necessarily holding up their end of the bargain. And you have teams that are looking for a little bit bigger of the pot. Problem is now in the era of pay transparency, you know, you now know what SEC is making. You now know what the Big Ten is Mm -hmm. making. So now everyone is feeling like, okay, why is their pie so much bigger than ours? And we still have people, you know, competing for college football playoffs and all the things. And so you had a group of seven. Well, you had the Florida State Commissioner or Athletic Director say, hey, February, this is not going to work. We're never going to be able to, you know, run the race with SEC Big Ten. Let's start, you know, make, making some calls in February, right? Then in June, two days after the spring meetings, he's like, actually, we love it here. It's going great. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. And I think everyone knows when a coach says, I love it here. I'm going to stay here. Things are going great. It is a sign the beginning of the end. And there was things that came out of spring meeting where seven teams, North Carolina State, North Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Miami, Clemson, and FSU said, hey, we're sick and tired of this even distribution deal. We could secede from the union, that is the ACC. (laughs) In order to fully get out of the league, they would need an eighth team. There was rumors that Louisville would be the great eight. They would completely dismantle what is the ACC. They would then get out of their TV deal with ESPN. That is not going to happen because breaking off and doing your own thing, you got to find your new schedule, all the travel arrangements, all the deals that you already have in place with current universities in terms of non-conference games. It's just a lot. You know, teams like Notre Dame, who still have us on conference schedule, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of ramifications for trying to break away. It's not happening. I came away from that meeting. Nobody's gone. Nobody's realigned. Nobody's coming in. So to me, what we talk about a lot on our show is at the end of the day, somebody lying. Either y'all are blowing smoke right. or y'all are puffing your chest a little bit too bad and y'all still have not read y'all contract or there really is an issue and there really will be some table shaking come next year. Yeah, I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. right? So I asked, um, I had an opportunity to ask Greg Sankey about this commissioner of the SEC um, because recently in basketball, there was the SEC Big Ten, oh, excuse me, Big 12 challenge that was happening. This was supposed to be the first year or will be the first year of the ACC-SEC basketball challenge. And I mm-hmm. asked him, with all of this talk of realignment, and this is before all of this Grant Wright stuff started happening with the ACC, I asked him, did he feel as if that was in danger with the realignment stuff happening? He was like, no, we're good to go. And fast forward, and this when I asked him this, this was we were at the SEC basketball tournament, right? Fast forward a few months later, 
And, you know, people are talking about dissolving the whole conference. And so I'm looking forward to asking him that question again. Does he feel <laughs> as if there might be an issue with the future of that deal? Because that was a multi-year deal that was supposed to be happening between the two conferences. And now it looks like there's enough unrest there that maybe, because I don't think the deal is with the teams, it's with the conference, right? So like the conference don't exist. How do you still have this whole situation? I don't know. Well, um, just, to be, just to be very clear, like there's five power five conferences, right? Mm-hmm. SEC, Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12, Big 12. Mm-hmm. People act as if the ACC is some podunked pulling in $40 million a year per university. No, How let's are we be clear. That's Pac-12 Pac is the worst one, but continue. Sure. People act as if we're crying, we're crying over crumbs over here. Which Spencer is going to be so mad at me if he hears me say that, but I'm sorry. Continue. It's true. Though. It's like we're crying yeah. over crumbs, which we're not. Uh, we actually made more money than we've ever seen as a conference. It's Big Ten that probably should be shaking in their boots because their Fox deal and their NBC deal is looking a little shysty. So I think it's like, you know, grass is not necessarily always greener. You also have to have unless other- you're the SEC because we're the best, but continue. Sorry. You know, I really can leave because the grass seems to be greener. However, I think it's all a lot of puff because at the end of the day, the more teams you get into the SEC, the more you have to divide the pot. For sure. And and eventually it's just not going to, it's going to be saturated. So while everyone sits there and says and argues that there could potentially be two big conferences, I just don't envision it. And I think people are starting to, you know, lose the idea of what college athletics really is. And it's getting lost in the message somehow that everybody doesn't play football, right? There's a lot of non-revenue sure. sports. Right. There's a lot of athletes who are going to feel the right. ramifications of all of this. And so there are people that are, you know, in your day-to-day office, business, core, who are former athletes, who if they don't have those sports, who knows what that leads to. So right. I think the message is starting to get a little bit tainted. Well, so uh, that's another thing that I think is important because we actually are having this conversation in Auburn circles right now in regard to how NIL distribution is happening and what happens to the non-revenue or the Olympic sports when the pot needs to be, they have to put more into the pot just to be able to support things that are on the fringe. And you have so much issues right now with Auburn sports for anything that's not football or basketball. (laughs) Everything well, that's not football or basketball just not getting funded properly because they sure. don't have the revenue to do it. Football well, got a problem too. Hold on, what K- KB man? What's what's you trying to say, fam? He said football got a problem too in Auburn. Yeah, ain't making no money. Collective. Don't worry, about it. we ain't making no money for football in Auburn. Are you serious? Mm-mm. Oh, I didn't I say guess, that. I guess winning and money don't always correlate. So go ahead. They don't. Ooh, I mean, ask gosh. Texas, ask Oklahoma. They got all the money. Texas A and M just hey. spent. A ridiculous amount of money on a recruiting class to go win five games the next season. Boy, so money, and that, that is, there. there's not a one-to-one correlation You're between right. money and winning. Right. When is the yeah. last time Michigan won anything in football? And ask them oh, how much no. money they don't made. do that. The Michigan was just in the college football play. I asked when right did there. they win something? They gotta, you got to get there to win it, though. Don't do that, Auburn. Y'all don't oh, even sniff. Okay, Listen, gonna you, you got to be a LeBron go fan giving this me this show. kind of stuff. I'm going to let you do this. <laughs> you got to be a LeBron fan if you're using that logic. Well, at least they got that. Uh, you got to you got to get to the dance to, to get a dance. <laughs> you That's do. You I'm have saying. to get to the dance. And when you go home by yourself, you still a loser. Are you not? <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> hey, I, I do know. know. I, I do know. <laughs> uh, listen, 
Iran shotgun baby. I, 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 don't, I don't like new go booty, ahead, man. Why is Georgia trying to act? Georgia done got so cocky. Y'all so new booty, man. I knew we finna go this. Don't do this. But you, you know why, though? You let me tell you door. why. Hold on. Let me tell you why. Because for us, <laughs> the last 40 years, we done had to hear <laughs> the same thing over. Listen, I heard so many jokes about not having a championship since wide receivers were in three-point stances. I get tired of that, bro. So now, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I, I'm listen. I, you earned it. You earned it. Yeah. I'm not mad at any of that. I am not somebody who's going to be salty. Or I will respect Georgia won the back back national championship. You're not like Florida awesome. man. That's good. Okay. <laughs> now I have a question about the ACC, right? Mm-hmm. And this may be thrown off. So, you know, you said you know you say uh, that you don't expect there to be the big you know explosion that a lot of people are looking for to happen. You know, we're all talking about. Yeah, yeah, we're always talking about dividing who and who's going to go where. Like, in a crazy scenario, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we can get out of it. Where does everybody go, do you think? Do you think it's going to be more basketball-related, football? Because ACC basketball is... Yeah. So I think someone like North Carolina, North Carolina State, probably go in Virginia, let's say, goes to a Big Ten. I think someone like an S- mm-hmm. uh, FSU or Clemson goes to the SEC. I think someone like a Virginia Tech might go to the Big 12. Um, the problem is Virginia and Virginia Tech, like North Carolina, North Carolina State, from a public university standpoint, are very much tied. So, like, you ain't going if I ain't going type of time. So, it's a mm-hmm. whole lot of... They thought that, that about Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, though. And they broke it up. As a girl from North Carolina and 16 other schools are all part of the North Carolina State school system, it ain't happening. I'm telling okay. you. I'm telling all right. you. It ain't happening. Do you no think they value? Let it do you think they value Oklahoma, Texas more than Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Right? For sure. Yeah. So Easily. that's why I think. So if you talking, have a the, the the legislators and the people in the state of Oklahoma were mad about it though because okay, they were breaking up that rivalry within the state, right? Like that that what what is what, Bedlam? Is that what the name of their rivalry yeah. is over yeah, there? Yeah, I think it would. Uh, they 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 love that situation there, right? Because that's a big deal. As, listen, man, people forget how much revenue stuff like that generates, yeah. right? Like, just because, like, it, it feels like, oh, in-state, right? But, like, people travel back home for that game, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, cr- like, there's a lot of money involved in, in traditional rivalries continuing to exist and where those rivalries are being played. And so, you know, cities don't want to just forego that revenue just because somebody decided they wanted to take their ball and move to another conference. Sure. I also see teams like Duke in the Big East. I see Georgia Tech, you know, right. probably so trying to do find with North Carolina. Ooh, I'm about to say you can't you can't lose North Carolina Duke, can you? Is that not the biggest rivalry in college basketball? Yes, it is. But at the end of the day, this you asked me the word is slicing it up, and I'm telling you where they're probably gonna slice it up, you know. Can you speak on Miami because I think Miami and Pitt need to find themselves back into uh, the Big, Big 12. East. Oh, the Big uh, East. I think that Miami probably is going to find itself in the SEC from a brand standpoint. Not from a production standpoint. <laughs> Personally, I think it's going to be treacherous for everyone but Clemson. I think that Florida State definitely has an opportunity, but it really just depends on Mike Marvell. And like, I give him credit in the four years that he's been there. He's turned this thing around. However, semicolon comma. The consistency of it. Can you actually bring the Knowles back to a you know formidable... I'm going to be top five team every single year remains to be seen. So they're probably with the transfer portal. I'm sorry. Exactly. No, you're hundred percent correct. And in the, no, this day see. and age where money talks, it's going to be tough. I can see FSU being in the sec. 
um, simply because their basketball is always competitive. Um, baseball, like all of their sports all around are usually pretty competitive. Um, and that's with the SEC. They're all about, a, you know, where the everything schools and um, Miami. I don't I don't see the SEC and think you know, we're not letting Miami in like that ain't a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that at the end of the day, like Miami's brand comes heavy. Like they are going to watch terrible football. They're going to watch great football. They're going to watch whatever is in front of them that has that orange and green in front of it. They are diehards to the fullest. I see it in my comments all the time. But, you know, when you look at the ACC, I think it's, we were just in the final four. We just had one of the most epic final four matchups from history of Final Four matchups in Duke and Carolina. So I think a lot of it is tainted and watered down because national media is now telling us that this conference is mediocre, but it's like in comparison to what? Right, the, the SEC. <laughs> but I'm I mean, I don't, I don't, in terms of football, I think SEC is oh, in, uh, yeah, in, in, in a league of its own, but like Big Ten, I definitely, I would put up some of our guys against the best. I think how the stars align, now that we don't have divisions, we're going away from Atlantic and coastal division. I think that's gonna be very telling for this year. What I think we put start? a little I think we put a little too much stock it into this football. Year. Yeah, it starts this year. Oh so, so no matter so no matter what, the best two records will play against each other. So, so that's why they're down there. Okay. Yeah. So I think we were, we're starting to put a lot more stock and energy into football from a financial standpoint. Um and I think we kind of overplayed our hand. And Jim Phillips thought like, oh, we're he did not understand that we are a basketball conference, but we he understands that there is no money in the same vein as football because eighty thousand dollar stadium versus a nineteen thousand stadium arena is very different. So yeah, yep. Mm. All right, Ooh, I like that though. It all comes down to the almighty dollar in the day, and like respectfully, it's just the rich getting richer. Because are you are you matriculating this down to the student athletes? Are they then right. getting more money part of this? Like this are all this is they're not losing sleep at night whether or not these athletes become you know productive citizens of society. So I think it just gets real greedy real fast. But that's just the nature of where we are as a society, in my opinion. It's Absolutely. interesting times. I, I do wonder what's going to come of all of this stuff in regard to um, because Greg Sankey again. Uh, he said he they were content with the number that they're at right now with the SEC, weren't looking to expand. I don't know how much truth that has as this t- continues to develop. I just don't know how you can ignore the fact that there are power brands that would be out there for, for grabs and you wouldn't be saying, hey, you know, they, they got a hint that Texas and Oklahoma weren't satisfied and they was sliding in the DM super fast. So, I mean, wouldn't right. you sign into Texas's Texas Longhorn Network DMs? Right. If we're talking about DMs revenue, <laughs> then, then I just right. I'm saying that my point is, how do you ignore a Florida State, a Clemson brand that could Easily. be potentially up for grabs? Clemson, 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 you can't probably ignore. Clemson, Clemson, you, yes, you yeah. can't. Clemson, yeah, South Carolina, yeah, you can yeah, ignore yeah, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're starting to get. The problem is the recruiting budget for all of these. Uh, in-state ACC schools is troubling. Like, they're just not, they're not playing with the same kind of money in terms of getting these guys. And now you're playing an NIL type of game. And so you're three steps behind. Now you have TV deals where it makes you even further behind. So it's just not looking great. Yeah, and then... But everyone wants to be the best. Yeah, and I I, I don't know what you do if you're Georgia Tech except cry. So, um... No, bring them on. (laughs) Bring them on. We need need a punching bag. Bring them on. Come on. I mean, y'all have Vanderbilt, yeah, so, like, what are we doing here? But well, we got Florida. Florida's the new Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> they booking Florida for home yeah. again, Vanderbilt. We have, we have guests, so I'm going to... I was to, about to say, KB, you going to let that slide? No, nah, man. 
Look, oh, you know, we can I have a that. we have a down year. I mean, decade, it's the first year we made a bowl. Decade, I care less. I care less. <laughs> I think that bandy game. We could have easily been that. We could have easily been an eight win team last year. We won six. We could have easily been eight. So, hey, listen, I, I can't I'm say so anything. I'm so glad I don't I'm, live on this SEC side. This is very rough. Y'all are very Yo, lose two other. games, man, and you're a loser. Okay. <laughs> you lose two games, and you are a loser. You guys are <laughs> brutal to each other. Here. Yeah, one bad play, and y'all are just, like, <laughs> over with. Oh, when is this 25-team playoff going? No, this playoff. <laughs> 12 teams, y'all have a chance, teams. right? Mess around. Uh, eight, eight, out of, eight out of eight out of twelve got to be SEC schools, right? Like, of course. Well, thank you, uh, Steph. We can get it. We can get eight or nine in. <laughs> 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 you know, we can get eight or nine in. Oh yeah. man, it's, it's a lot of people probably feel like that for real. All right. Anyway, um, Candice, thank you so much for enlightening us about all the things happening in the ACC. A lot of SEC fans are probably salivating over the prospects of snatching some of your bigger brands away. Uh, so I, I would it. I would it. Don't drill too hard because it's not. I mean, yeah. the grant of rights deal is so intense that yeah. I mean, if they could do it, they would have been done it. Like hundred and twenty million dollar plus penalty. Like respectfully, Florida State ain't got it like that. Clemson ain't got it like to That's give her away school? her. Okay, nine million Whoa. nine figure penalty per school, and you also have to give ESPN still the rights to your home games. So, like, what are we doing here? They, they better put it on a firm or something. I don't this know. Is not, this is not child's play. How many, how many years left do they have on this um, blind deal? That 36. 20, 2036. 2030. Oh, man. Yeah. Boy, death row, boy. This is a Jerry deal. Jerry signed this deal and signed Lives Away. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about yeah. it on the show. See if you guys will watch. Y'all would not. I did, so I did watch the show. I'm tuning in. You ain't, got, you ain't got a lot of kick it. Go ahead. So, Coop, I, I, we're going to start talking about SEC stadiums and all of the uh, the, the the nonsense around who has the best environment. Unless you want to stick around and poke fun at SEC stadiums, we're going to let you get out of here. But before you do, tell the people where they can check out all of the things that you got going on. The best stadium I've ever been to is Death Valley at LSU. So I took my recruiting trip there and I almost went there because of it. So I will say that's that's the to to top swamp? five. You must have been too many places. Oh. Did you get to go to the swamp though? On I've the, been to the... Athens too. I've been to Tennessee. No, uh, did you go to Florida on a Saturday night in the swamp? I did not. Okay. I haven't been to Florida. I, but have you ever been to Lane Stadium on a Friday night? Like that's different. Virginia Tech is a different world. Like, Okay, we could we yeah, could go they, stadium for stadium. We could battle. Could, we, could could the ACC hang with the SEC when we talk about stadium for stadium? Honestly, honestly, Ooh. no, because y'all probably have plenty of fans that end up in stadium jail because of how they act. So, like, I don't, I don't even want to put my people up again. I wouldn't even do that to my people. We I know have, to have a good night. time. I have watched again, like a Miami or something. I have watched two eighty-year-old Duke and North Carolina fans go at it. So I don't want to hear. I believe it. When it comes to Duke and Carolina, that's just like, I'm a Carolina grad. I get it. It's just a different level of insanity in terms of fandom. So I told, I very much understand. And at the end of the day, the grass is greener and the check still clears for both sides. (laughs) I don't know why people make this so intense, but here it is. You guys can follow me though at Locked on ACC at Candace D. Cooper on Twitter. Make sure you check out my YouTube show. Um, And we're available wherever you listen to podcasts. So. What's up? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I guys. appreciate you dropping in with you us. You guys have a good time. Yeah, we 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 about to get into it. We about to get into it. I just, I just feel it's gonna get spicy. I don't know. It, 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 gave, it gave spice energy. Y'all yeah. have a good one. All right, peace. All right, peace. Thank you. Later.
All right. So now, fellas, let's get into this conversation. This has been a good conversation going on on Twitter. I wanted to continue the conversation, have a little less bias involved because we did talk about this on the War Report um, a little bit. But we're all Auburn guys. So, of course, we're going to throw Auburn up there in hours. But I want to have a broader conversation with people who are outside of that Auburn footprint. Best environments in SEC football right now. So what I want to hear is your top five. Top five environments today. Historically, all of those things factor into it for me. But if you are listing a top five, I'm going to let the guests go first. And I'm going to let Steve-O okay. give me his top five first. No order. No order. No sure. order. Sure. Right. You don't have to okay. rank them in an order no, of the no best order. to work. But just give me top five. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put Athens for at the top, but I will name it. Um I've been to Athens for a night game, day game, spring game, you name it. Mm-hmm. I've been there for all of them. Uh not really a fan of the 12 o'clock kickoffs in Athens. Don't really give us enough time to get the libations flowing <laughs> and uh, you know, to get us where we need to be. We usually there by three o'clock though. So okay. by three o'clock we there. But no, um just to walk in the stadium and it really just be like, wow, I think. Neyland has definitely got to be up there. Okay. I felt the shaking on the ground when I went to a away game up there. So, yeah. Um, whew, ACC environments. Um, I would say lately, within the last few years, um, I would probably give... This is so hard for me to say. Jesus. I have to give a swamp at night, they do. Okay. I really do. I have to give a swamp at night. They just do. They have those night games, man. They be rocking. They ain't wearing no winning lately, so people be gone by the third quarter. So, you know, if that's what we're looking at, don't worry about it. Um, so that's three right there um, with Athens. Um, two, um, Auburn, of course, man, you know, I think the kickoff, y'all got like a pregame with the bird flying in. Yeah. I think that's like one of the dopest things I've ever seen and the crowd go crazy behind it. For sure. So, that's four. And the last one, hmm. y'all might laugh, but I really do say Texas A&M. Yeah, okay. Texas A&M got one of the biggest stadiums, most the most people. Mm-hmm. And then when they are winning them night games, man, they look like that. I've never been, but that environment looks crazy at night. Especially they got the cowbell. Oh, that's Mississippi State with the cowbells, but I think they got the like the white towels or something. They all be swinging. White yeah. towels, boy. Yeah, the white towels. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Those, those would be my top five: Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Auburn, Texas A and M. Gives Steve O's top five. KB. We'll we'll Oof. we'll talk about everybody's list once the lists are done. K- KB, what's your top five? Top five. So I have, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to number them. I have the swamp number one on a <laughs> on a Saturday night. Okay, you know when them them lighters, them cell phones, them lighters go up, and you know what I'm saying, they start playing. You know what I'm saying, start rocking, and yeah, man, uh, Florida and, and the swamp is different. Um, Texas A and M, I got to experience that. Whew, it's different. Them boy, that thing be rocking. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's different. Uh, Tennessee, mm. Tennessee at home, man, is a problem for anybody. The way they, the checkered stadium, they, how they do it. I, it's, I, it's, I <laughs> do have to give props to the organization in which Tennessee bro. goes about to checker bro. that stadium the way they do it. Bro, that's, really? Yeah. It's crazy. 
They're white, orange, white, orange. I'm like, y'all really be in unison. Yeah. Like, does, the, does the ticket tell you what to wear? I'm just curious. So how it worked when Auburn did the stripe of the stadium is your ticket seating gave you a free shirt. So your shirt came with your ticket. And so that's, I don't know if Tennessee does it the same way, but the ticket seating came with a shirt. So oh, that's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so that's three. Uh, LSU, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I don't know how you can say that. Uh, <laughs> so LSU, and then, um, man, I would have to say, you know, Georgia is a, is a close one. I'm not going to give it to Georgia. I think when, Bama is rocking, like when they probably when they had that Bama that what's the Iron Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, that Bama Auburn joint, like that joint. We're looking at it from the outside, be like, yo, I gotta go. I don't even care about either one, but that game, yeah, I as a sports guy, I gotta be in the stands one time for Iron Bowl in either stadium. And yeah, so just Iron as Bowl far as atmosphere, every year you know that game is gonna be nuts. Yeah, the, the Iron Bowl is definitely nuts. All right. All right. So we, well, I'm going to give you my five. Then we're going to discuss these lists that we have here. My five, and I'm going to have one on here that's probably going to shock everybody in my five. But I, I'll save that for my last one that I say. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to list them off in order, but I will echo the Swamp is going to be in my top five. LSU is going to be in my top five. Death Valley is nuts. Tennessee is also going to be in my top five. Biased, but y'all agree. Y'all have them on the list. I have Auburn in my top five. The one that's going to shock everybody, and I talked about this a little bit on my show, because the team is never that good, but their fans are always so devoted, is South Carolina. South Carolina has one of the craziest environments for a team that's always mediocre. I don't understand how they have devoted themselves to this team. They begin whooped in their rivalry consistently to Clemson, but they show up for that team. South Carolina, I think, is just an amazing environment. I I have yet to actually go. I've only experienced it kind of via TV. So the the stadiums in which I've talked about that I've actually been to, I've been to Death Valley, and it's nuts. I've I've been to Sanford Stadium. I think Sanford Stadium is a is a raucous environment. I love it. Um, I haven't been to the swamp yet, man. I gotta make I gotta make the trip to the swamp, man. Yeah, we need to plan that one out. I ain't been down there either. Hopefully, we get a home at home now that Jacksonville is uh under construction. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. I I hope they never go back. When to when the Iron Bowl went to home and home, it you know it used to be here. I live in the Birmingham area. It used to be here at Legion Field. Uh, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It used to be it used to be a neutral site game for Auburn and oh, Alabama. Okay. They went to a home and home um, in the late nineties. Is that when it went? Anyway, um, yeah, or early two thousand, something like that. I can't. I'm, I'm not the historian. Anyway, but yeah. So that's my my first time going to Bryant Denny Stadium was for the Iron Bowl, and I was like, Ooh. this is this is nuts. But then when the Iron Bowl was at home, I was like, oh, but ours is better. <laughs> it's, bro, it's it's some it's some different it's some different when you step into Jordan Hair, man. Like it's just I don't, I can't even oh, explain. Man, you got that, that eagle guard start flying around and man. The crazy <laughs> stuff that happens when you go into that stadium is just unmatched anywhere. Like I can't even explain. Like okay, so you're a Georgia guy, you understand prayer Jordan Hair. That don't happen. Where does that happen, bro? Where does stuff no. like that? Ha- where does the kick six happen anywhere else? Except in Jordan Hare Stadium. 
It's just something crazy about that stadium, man. And to watch from the perspective of a guy who's followed the team forever, a team that had won three games turn up like crazy last year against a three-win Texas A&M team, I was like, oh, yeah, this this is – how you matching this, bro? Like, you, you don't have yeah. three-win teams going crazy in their stadium like that. You just don't. Yeah. So I'll give you another one. I know you named um, South Carolina, Arkansas. Arkansas is another environment where there's nothing else to do down there. (laughs) So on Saturday night, I mean, I ain't trying to be funny, but on Saturday night. I talked about this on the show, man. Arkansas fans, they're the only fan base I know that just pull up, right? Like, And what I mean by this, like they literally pull up everywhere. Like, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, when I mentioned Arkansas on our uh, pod earlier today, some Arkansas fan is just going to be in our comment section because it's like they it's a bat signal somewhere out there that said, <laughs> who's talking about a hog? Who said something about the hogs? And they're going to pull up. It don't matter what. If it's basketball, they're going to pull up and they're going to talk. If it's football, they're going to pull up. They don't have to be good. They just are loyal. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand why your football team hasn't been very good ever, you know, McFadden, okay. I, say, maybe McFadden a I got you. Time ago. I got you. Now, you play, know, playing with them on MCAA 12 or 13, whatever one that was, yeah. that was probably. I, I, I back got talent. you. I understand. Y'all was good for like two years. Outside of that, it's been a little shaky. You know, may, maybe back in your days when you was at the South, in the, in the Southwest Conference or something like that, y'all was good. But since you've been in the since you've been in the SEC, it's been a different ball game for y'all. Yeah, buddy. But they loyal, man. They are loyal. And I love that about them. I still ain't gonna have them in the top five though. Um, all right. So Texas AM was the one that's kind of on the fringe for me though. And that's the one, if I would boot somebody out for South South Carolina out, I would put Texas AM in there. Um, because they are crazy. I just I I I said this earlier today, I'm gonna say it again. I just hate everything about Texas AM though. Like I don't like their stupid yell practice that they do. I don't Yo, like they have them. That I is don't like crazy. Nothing. To me, it is they have practice yeah. for fans yeah. to yeah. learn. Yo, during the game, they chant so much. Yeah, like we, I was there with the Gator. Like we're in our Gator section, and I and I'm like, yo, what are they saying? Like, how do they know this? Yeah. And I'm talking about the whole stadium. It's like, <sighs> and they start to rock, and you like, yo. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen, but this is also the weirdest thing I've ever it's seen. It's weird, bro. Like it's weird. <laughs> like they are. Yeah. It's weird. I was like, and that's the only reason I didn't put them up because I do think that they have a good environment, man. But it's weird, bro. Like y'all weird. I'm sorry if it's a Texas A&M fan and y'all don't ever want to listen to the show again. I apologize, but I'm not taking it back. It's weird. It's weird, and I then it's corny. Like, the, like y'all be corny with the little jokes and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's weird, man. Woo. Y'all wearing the little military uniforms out there, looking like some right? you know reject that, that boys. Y'all weird now, family. Now it's crazy because their their whole sideline of the visitor sideline is nothing but their students. Their mm-hmm. student section is from end zone to end zone, right behind the bench. Yeah. Like so, that's crazy in itself. But yeah, they got the the, the dudes in the in the um in the jumpers. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I hate everything about it. Oh my god! Like I I struggle with what I hate more. Do I hate the stupid Texas A and M 
dudes with the finger pointy thing or do I hate them stupid bells at Mississippi State? I don't oh, know which one I hate more, boy. but Ooh, I hate both of them. Mississippi State game. Bro, them bells, bro, the whole game? Come on, dog. I, I just like, if Mississippi State is not sponsored by a headache medicine, somebody is missing some money right now. <laughs> I don't understand why we have cowbells ringing for like two, three hours straight. 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 Yeah. Fidget me. That's I, it, dog. I, I, the I, I whole mean, game. I literally hate everything about the Cowbells, and I hate everything Texas A&M does. Only thing I like about Texas A&M is they have a, a cute little dog, Collie, that is running around with the you know Texas A&M stuff. Outside of that, I hate the rest of it. Hate it. Big bad dog. <laughs> I see this boy. It's a bulldog <laughs> talking right now. <laughs> ah, but. I can't I can't put Alabama in there because I feel like yeah. Alabama fans are some front runners, bro. Like they're front runners. And yeah. when when your school and your coach have to berate you to not leave games early, you're not good fans. I'm sorry. Exactly. They got to incentivize them to stay at the games. And I get it. <laughs> Y'all be winning and everything like that. Man, it's more fun to stay at the game when you whooping people, bro. Like I'm only leaving when we getting skull drug. That's it. Outside of that, we in here and we having fun and we on your head from the time that <laughs> from the very first kick yes, to they finish the game. I'm on your head the whole time, enjoying all 60 points we putting up. I don't care, family. We in here. Bama sure. fans now. Nah, we we have something we gotta, we gotta go. What what is there to do in Tuscaloosa? Calm down. Not a damn thing. But see, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> Most of their fans aren't actually from Tuscaloosa. They from somewhere nope. else, so they gotta get back home. Mm. Anyway, I don't want to dunk on Bama too hard today. They can't defend themselves. Um, but, you know, <laughs> hey, they do defend oh, well. themselves in a very vigorous way in other ways. I ain't going to talk about it too much. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I mean, we we have some continuity here amongst what our, our lists are. It's not too much debate on, on anything out there. Hey, let's go the other way real quick. Who do I was going to ask. Like the, worst, put, the worst stadium. Right. This is where I was going next. Who is going to be in the bottom five, right? Because there is room for a bottom five here. And then there's some mediocre people in the middle, I guess you could say. But who would be... I Actually, let me just give you bottom three. We, we got to have five. Vanderbilt. We got to have Vanderbilt. So, I, I'm, so Auburn plays Vanderbilt this year. I intend to go to this game so I can experience it myself. So I Matter of fact, hold on, bro. Let's ask KB. They lost down there last year. <laughs> KB. <laughs> Give, give, give us a little insight on, on, on what the crowd looked like in Vanderbilt. The crowd's uh the crowd is a non-factor. The weather <laughs> is very cold. Supposedly. Very cold up there. Uh, the oh, crowd ain't that's hilarious to me, fam. This is just cold. So mm. yeah. And that messed okay. up our quarterback, which messed up us. But you know. You live, yeah. you live in your yeah, Vandy, live. I just don't feel like is an intimidating atmosphere. I don't know that anybody says to themselves, oh man, we got Vandy on the road this year. Ah, <laughs> oh, we gotta go, we gotta go to Vandy this year. I just don't, I mean, maybe it maybe that exists. I don't know that I don't know that anybody does that. Nobody's like fearing mm-hmm. Vandy on their schedule on the road. And if they do, it ain't got nothing to do with the atmosphere that they're walking into. No. Like they're I just don't feel like it's they're in Tennessee, correct? They're in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Nashville. They played the same. No wonder they play games at the same time as the Volunteers because the stadium noise carries. It makes <laughs> sense now. Got it. Pretty much. V- Vanderbilt fans. So I was. I don't know one. 
<laughs> Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is the only one that I know. No, for real. Skip Bayless is the only one. He a graduate. He's the only one I know. That's, I, if you're not a graduate, I've never seen anybody. I mean, why else would you be a? Baby? Yeah, it's I. It's I, I. Listen, that's hard to argue. I don't know. I don't know anybody who did not go to the school that does this, which is cool. Like they have a good alumni base that supports them. But yeah, it's difficult to get fandom uh, moving for Vandy. Uh, but man, they are contentious in that that rivalry between Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Uh, it's 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 it's. I didn't realize it was like that until I was up there. Um, so I went to the SEC tournament for basketball. Right, I didn't realize how much Vanderbilt and and Tennessee didn't like. I mean, I, it's an in-state situation, you know, same conference. So you would assume it, but I just didn't realize how much they didn't like each other, man. But they don't. <laughs> they don't like each That's other crazy. at all, boy. I know. I know they hate it because Tennessee is doing good yeah. in everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So it. we said Vandy. Let Vandy me for sure. Is well, I think I'm a zoo. No, 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 no. They, they, there. Even in the snow, they're there. No, they're there. But I mean, <laughs> I mean you gonna, gotta show up. Though, right? show up. I mean, they can't be on it so loud. They I think. A, I think an overrated. I think a very overrated um, crowd is Kentucky. Now, Kentucky shows up for Florida. They'll show up when, we, when they play Florida. They're going to be there. Cause they, are, they, are they overrated? Like, do people rate Kentucky? How, I don't I don't, I don't know. I, mean, not, I, mean, I, I, think, I think a lot of I, I Probably because when I experienced Kentucky fans, it's really just been like the last it's, year. It's about so. the Florida rivalry. But it, it's it's about that rivalry game, oh, and you oh, know oh, they're oh, going to oh. show up. But other than Tell that, the truth. Tell the truth, baby. it's because they done curve stumped you last two years, and as soon as they you, do, you don't, you don't those Florida fans, you don't those, Florida, those Kentucky fans are definitely going to get, get they're going to get their licks in because they don't have many times that they can. In that they won. So. They, I've always said for the longest, Kentucky will always be. A trap, especially under Mullen, I was like, Kentucky always our trap game for whatever reason. We could have the number one team in the nation. When we play Kentucky, it's always a fight. Stoops and got your number, man. And we Stoops. win by like some freak accident or some freak something goes happens or some late mistake or you know the talent just takes over the last ten minutes. But it's it's always like that. Them and Mizzou, regardless of how good or how bad our team is, it's always going to be a dog fight with Kentucky and Mizzou. Always. Never I can't. I don't know. I can't rate their stadium because the only time I've seen them is when we play them, of course, and they're going to have the biggest crowds ever when Georgia comes. So, of course, it's hard to judge, I guess, on a regular basis. I would need to see them in a, in a yeah. game against. I'm going to uh, be honest with you. I don't, I don't, I don't, in my mind, I don't fear Kentucky's yeah. football stadium in their environment. I just, I don't, you know, I, we don't play them enough, but I just don't feel like, ah, man, Kentucky, yeah, we got to go to Lexington. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like even even their, the even their basketball team doesn't respect their football team. I can't. I can't. They really don't. When, when Coach Calipari is like, we're a basketball <laughs> school, and shutting down the notion that they're you know everything school. I was like, ah, right, now nah, y'all are done. I don't. I don't. I, y'all need to get on the same page with your entire athletic department before I'm gonna be scared of what's happening with your football team. I was. I was done with them at that point. What y'all think about Ole Miss? Trash. Bottom three. <laughs> 
You don't think Lane getting them, getting it around? No, Lane uh, Kevin complains about them not showing up to games. No, yeah, yeah, he terrible. did. He did. He did. He did. If your coach has to beg you to show up, you're not good at doing this whole football environment thing. Y'all can win the tailgate all you want to. Are you going to walk inside the stadium and cheer the people on? That's yeah, it. yeah, that's true. That's true. No. I give you that. So Otis if you had to, what about the new ones coming in? We know Texas is cool. What y'all think about Oklahoma? Y'all think they're gonna fall in and be be in the top, or they're gonna go toward the bottom? How do y'all feel about the new two schools coming in and where they were right? Those are football Texas. schools, man. Like Don't I show just, up, my boy. I, I feel yeah, like both of them and everything. Yeah, that it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see when you say uh, te- Texas. I feel like will definitely travel just because the the state of Texas in general is just yeah. a really huge football, football. state. Right, even I agree, from, but like, Oklahoma though, I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't know what Oklahoma, especially if they go to losing real bad. Yeah, that's true. Grant Venerable is not a name that you come in to see, anyways. That's, so it's kinda, that's true. Yeah. I don't, and I do worry about whether or not they're going to travel. I feel like Texas is going to travel, no problem. I don't know if Oklahoma travels like that. I, I'm not familiar enough with what their fan base does uh, in terms of football uh, travel because it's it's going to be some. Probably some pretty long treks for them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see when they put the schedules together, like how often Oklahoma and Texas are going to have to travel to South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, right? Like that's a long way to make a trip for a football game, right? On a, just a random Saturday in October, right? It's yeah. not like a bowl game where you got to load up and go. It's just, it's a regular season game and you got to go. But conversely, Fans from the rest of these SEC schools, oh, they're gonna be there. Ooh, oh, they're gonna be there. I already, I can't wait to go to Texas. Hey man, in my black, in my black shirts. Hey, we had <laughs> we had Texas A&M Stadium, orange and blue. I looked around, I said, "Oh, we here." Yeah. Oh, and we, see, that's we what here. Texas A&M has had to deal with this for a while. So this is something that um the Texas A&M coaches complain about is the travel because Texas A&M is so far outside of the footprint right now. But I, I remember when the SEC tournament, uh, and again, this is talking about basketball, when the SEC tournament was in Tampa two years ago, right? And Buzz Williams was complaining about how far he had they had to travel for, for that. He was also complaining about SEC media days for basketball because he's like, man, we got to come all the way from College Station to Birmingham to, to do this. Like, he just, he didn't like the fact that he felt like it was always the SEC was, you know, Way over here, and we're way. Hold on, out they ain't here got no place. jet. Something's going on, man. Hey, hey listen, y'all <laughs> got a lot of bread. They don't know why they ain't making it. Right? Yeah, you know, no got plenty of money. What we no, talking? We got. Look, 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 we got for a few dollars. <laughs> we got a whole airport. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got, I, I, I don't. I don't know what the situation is and why he. I think Buzz is just kind of like a. He's an ordinary person anyway. He's just gonna complain. He 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 look. He he like one of them Jordan types. Was like he just looking for reasons. Like they don't respect us. They made us travel. Like I just don't, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, okay. Any right. motivation he can get, he's yeah. going for it. it. Anything you can use to make your players feel like they don't respect you, let me give him a little bit of edge. He's trying to do that. So, but um, but yeah. So my bottom three, I definitely have to have Ole Miss down there. I'm sorry. I just that there there's nothing about that environment. Like if your football team is good and you still have to beg fan, but Ole Miss had only lost like two games that season, and he was like. Oh, it'd be it'd be nice if people could just show up for a game. I'm like, yo, are we are we That's really crazy. having this conversation right now? Your football team think, is ranked in the top twenty five, and you got big fans show up. You're trash. But once you lost to Bama, they knew it was over. 
Because they were like, we done. We're not coming. But still. You can't beat Bama. We're not coming. I'm with you. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. That's I'm why it's not trash. Because again, right. I watched a three-win Auburn team pack out of stadium against Texas A&M. I understand. We we different. Y'all ain't. Yeah. You, you're not there yet, Ole Miss. You're not mm-hmm. there. And by the time y'all do, Lane won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's start over. And my boy was already already had one foot out the door last year. He was, he I'm was telling looking you, for, looking for the was, exit. Yeah. I'm telling you, wait till that next round come up. <laughs> it just, he just needs the right job. That's all it is. Hey, man, what? How many jobs he need? Lane? No, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm saying he just needs the right one to come open for him to leave. You're not gonna leave and leave. You're not gonna leave Ole Miss and just go take. Lane want to go to Bama, not in my or opinion, Florida. He want to go to hey, Bama you, or Florida. Yeah, you need the USC, Texas, uh, Notre he, Dame. He you need. USC you need one of those. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Damn, <laughs> he already he missed. That. He missed that though one time. They left him on the tarmac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going. Yeah. He better hope Brett Venables uh, screw up the job in Oklahoma so he can go slide Ooh. over there. Right, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Lane might not have too many, too, too many more lanes open for him. Yeah, I don't know how you hire Lane Kiffin unless it's like, yo, he be my offensive coordinator. Or uh, hey, he's an OC. They take him oh, to heart. Yes. Heartbeat. Absolutely. But yeah. So Ole Miss definitely at the bottom like for me. Uh, Vandy's gonna be at the bottom for me. Uh, and then it's a toss-up, man, between Kentucky and Missouri. But I think I will agree. Missouri has a different kind of devotion for that little bowl that they play in. So, like Missouri, like I don't know if you guys know, like the Missouri Stadium is like down in, like it's below yeah. ground level, right? Like they built it down into the ground, so like you have to like walk down into this crater of a situation. So it's just they have a weird environment there. Um, so I, I think I would put Kentucky down there before I put Missouri. Um, so that would be my bottom three. Kentucky, Missouri, I mean, excuse me, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Vandy would be my bottom three. Y'all, y'all got any difference of opinion on them? Nah, man. I mean, Ole Miss, like you say, Vandy. Yeah. Like you say, Mizzou. I, well, I would say Mizzou, but Yeah. No, nah, that's I think that's I think that was pretty much about spot on, man. Cause you gotta I guess for me when I when I think about what a, what puts a team up there or what puts an environment up there, it's consistency. Like you mm-hmm. said, you gotta be consistent, whether you're winning or losing. Yeah. You want people to show up and you, if you got your coach asking you Which is why Bama out, sucks, but I'm sorry. <laughs> you you got your coach got calling you out. They definitely don't. If it's not a spring game, now I can understand coach, yeah, man, I want a hundred thousand yeah. at the spring game. Okay, yeah. they all do that. But if we're talking about a regular season game and your coach calling you out, then yeah, I right. agree. So like, hold on. Speaking of spring games, this was like a revelation to me because I did not know that we were the only people that do this. We charge for our spring game. You have to buy tickets oh, wow. to go to Auburn spring game. It's not free. Crazy. Like, and people yeah. pay every year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, nah. Georgia is free. It is free. You just have to go online and get the tickets before they sell out. They only sell out in like two minutes, so. Florida, come on down. <laughs> nah, man, it's it's not free to go to Auburn spring game. You got paid. But season season tickets sold out. Home games, yeah. You better you gonna have to re- reset. They'll be on them tickets will be on Groupon by the end of the season. On Groupon, I mean, people always sell their tickets, but it's sold out the mm-hmm. whole season. We'll we'll see how it goes when we get into the season. We already talked about have y'all have y'all hold on y- y'all are doing y'all season predictions coming up soon, right? Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. We use it. 
So we usually go position by position first, give our top five um, players who we think in the conference position by oh, position. Oh, yeah, we, we definitely got to do that on this show. And then we go uh, we go next, we go into uh, position groups as a whole. You know what I mean? Who got the best? So we just kind of give it each week, give it time, man, until we run into the and season. Then, we got to create content. So. Yeah, and then we uh, then we have, we try to bring on a, a guest per school. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they can put in there... This is our year. You know, we're going to fight hard, right? Type thing. You know, I so we got. So we're going to get you. We're we going to get you. I don't know too many Auburn folks that talk positive. Hey, listen, I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready to go in here and tell y'all what, what what's what for this uh, Auburn season coming. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest too, though. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna. Pump well, I'll be I'll be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all do, man. No, don't get me wrong. We all love our teams, but. We, for the most part, people that we bring on, especially the Miami fan, they be real humble because they know the all season. They know the all season is their time. But when the closer we get to kick off, they they start to talk a little bit more sensible. That's crazy. You know what I mean? That, that's funny to me, man. That's funny to me. Oh yeah, Coop, man. That's my, my, my cool. All right, man. We're we gonna get out of here for the day, though, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start once again with the guest, Steve O. Tell the people how they can follow you if they want to on social media. What you got going on, man? Yes, sir, man. Uh, you guys can just search uh, toe-to-toe sports. Uh, if it's on Twitter, uh, it'll come up as uh, toe-to-toe underscore Stevo. Um, Facebook, Instagram, everything is toe-to-toe sports. So you guys can catch me on there, man. We always going at it every Saturday morning. We on live on Facebook and uh, every streaming platform you can think of. For sure, for sure. KB, tell the people what it is. You know what it is. T2T underscore KB2 on Twitter. It's about to get active. I'm giving all these people in the timeline a break before I come at their next. <laughs> um, so I got a few more weeks before we put them pads on and then the summer workout start. Uh, but toe to toe sports again, uh, me and Steve O, Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all that jazz. Um, we here. Ike Jazones, tell them where they can find you at, my boy. You already know what it is. It's TWR Ike Jones on Twitter. I am with The War Report. You can find us everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TW Report on TikTok, man. We are out of here until next time. We appreciate y'all tuning in to Amen Corner. Peace.